Brothers and sisters of the barbecue world, Cowboy Kev here welcoming you to another episode of Man Meat Barbecue with your host, Mikey K. Man Meat Barbecue is proudly sponsored by Fire and Smoke Barbecue. If you're looking for a new seasoning, head over to fireandsmokebbq.com. We ship nationwide or pick up a catering menu for those of you in the Chicago area. Also brought to you by Myron Mixon Smokers. If you're a caterer competition or just a backyard cooker, we have the smoker for you. Go check them out at MyronMixonSmokers.com. And now, here is your host, Mikey K. What's up, guys? So we are hanging out with Andrew from Clear Blue Smoke. Or Clear Blue Barbecue. Sorry, it should be smoke. Uh, I don't know why I just decided to change your Instagram handle, like, right there. Um, (laughs) So if you go to Clear underscore Blue underscore BBQ, that is his Instagram handle. Guys, he was on the show about a, two years ago, was it a year and a half ago with, with, yeah, the yard, with yard pirates. Um, I don't, I remember having him on. I don't remember when the episode was time flies, shit happens. And, uh, we drink a lot of beer. So <laughs> Andrew, thank, thanks for coming on the show, hanging out with us. Um, bis, give us a little bit of a background for the listeners. Yeah, so so I was on I was on almost two years ago uh, with Yard Pirates. Uh, I had my buddy my buddies uh, Garrett and Jeremy who who you know ran that team, and uh, they they invited me in, and you know I got to go and, and make some killer Q. Um, back then we were we were focused on really PC was was really where we were we were at. Um, you know the competition part of it. You know, we were trying to dial in, but really our biggest our biggest focus was serving serving the masses. That's really what we love to do. Um, and then my uh, my brother in law here, Buck, he uh, we brought him on, and uh, there God, there was probably eight to ten guys that would you know cycle in and out, um, which was you know just a ton of fun. We really enjoyed it. Um, and then came uh, God, I think our last event we did was Stagecoach. We actually yeah, we actually got to do Stagecoach. Uh, and the Guy Fieri uh, Smokehouse, which was really, really cool, uh, awesome experience. Um, really freaking hot <laughs> out in out in Coachella. Um, uh, yeah, and that it just I, I think that the the team kind of it just kind of ran its course. Um, so so they decided that they you know they just weren't going to you know weren't going to compete anymore. And so my brother you know my brother in law and I were kind of like we we didn't really want to stop. So we're like okay, well let's let's put our own team together. So, um, you know, we, we kind of were going back and forth. Do we want to do the PC kind of thing or do we really want to dial in and just kind of just compete? So, uh, so that's kind of what we decided to do. We, 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 you know, while we love doing the PC part of it, we, we really wanted to focus on, on the competition side of it. Cause we just, we never got that elusive call. You know, we were always chasing like, Oh man, like, like I really, I just, our, our goal was always just, just we want to get a call in something. Uh, it just couldn't, we just couldn't make it happen. We got really close a couple of times. Um, but, you know, as you can imagine, you know, we were, we were cooking 10 to 12 briskets, probably the same amount of shoulders, 20, yeah, 20 to 40 racks of ribs, yeah. 40 to 60 pounds of chicken. It just, it was really hard to get both dialed in. So, um, like I said, it, it was a ton of fun and, and really we enjoyed, we really enjoyed the PC side of it, but we wanted to, we really wanted to focus on the, on the competition side. So, uh, 
last June uh, was our first comp up in Norco, California here. And uh, yeah, we just, we, we, I mean, we look like kind of like the Beverly Hillbillies, you know, we had, <laughs> we had my truck and uh, you know, we cook on an, uh, a Lang 60 Deluxe. So, you know, we were like, all right, we'll, we'll bring that. And I had my, we just bought a travel trailer and it was brand new. So we towed the travel trailer and towed the, towed the smoker up and, you know, kind of threw what we had together and, and started competing. So it was, you know, we kind of were you know, just trying to put it together. So yeah, that's, I, that's kind of, that's kind of the background. Well, that sounds fantastic. You know, I mean, the lane, I mean, cooking on the lane is, it, that's a fantastic cooker. Now with you guys yeah. doing stick burner and kind of doing that old yeah. traditional, traditional, uh, style of cooking, what kind of wood are you throwing in there? Yeah, you know, it's funny because uh, we've had this conversation back and forth between my brother-in-law, Buck, and I and, and some of the other teams because we – I my preference is hickory. Yeah. I just love the flavor. And I know a lot of people on the circuit uh, are using um, pecan oh, just because it's a little bit milder of a wood. Uh, you know, everybody that's running jambos and actually using stick burners, they're, they're, they're tending to use a, a lighter wood. I'm just so – I know it's it's not a, about what I like; it's what the judges like, right? But I, I, I'm having a hard time uh, giving that up just because I, I really enjoy the hickory flavor. But so. it, I mean, it, is hick is the hickory just not winning? Do you, no, do you think, do you you think know, it's actually, too harsh of a? Because I mean, hickory can hickory can be a little harsh, right? It can be. Yeah, it can be. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, our, so that that first comp that we did in Norco. Uh, again, you know, we kind of threw it together and we're trying to put everything together and, uh, we, we forgot our probes. Like we had our thermopro stuff. We had all our, our probes and we forgot them. We forgot that. We forgot our spray bottle. We forgot, I mean, we, we probably forgot a, a good amount of like crucial things. Like we forgot our injector. I mean, we basically forgot a checklist. Yeah. We forgot so, our checklist. Here, let's make but, the list but, shorter. What did you bring? We ended up. What's that? I said, let's make the list shorter. <laughs> what did you bring? <laughs> yeah, the, the smoker, wood, and the meats, pretty much, and, and the rub. That was about it. But, yeah, no, so our first comp out, we, we got two calls. We got sixth in pork and seventh in chicken uh, and got tenth overall. Our, That's not uh, bad. 49 or 50 teams um, right off the bat. So we were we were pretty shocked and we were, we were not winging it. We, we had kind of an idea of what we were doing, but uh, we were definitely surprised by, by the results. So it, it, it at least got us, you know, in the top 10. Um, but yeah, we're, we're finding that's kind of where we've been, where we've gotten, we've gotten to call almost every competition. I mean, there's been a, there's been, I think two that we haven't gotten a call in at least one category. Um, so it's definitely, I, I would say it's, I want to say it's proven, but it's definitely a different flavor that I'm sure that the judges aren't getting. So I don't know if that's setting us apart, uh, or it could be hurting us that, that it is a little, a little bit harsher. I think, I think, um, it, it can do one or the other, right? Obviously. And it, it's almost impossible to know when it's going to go per comp, per competition, per contest. Cause you yeah. just, you don't know what judges are in your, 
You don't know what judge, what you know, what judges you're gonna make it on, or what table you're making it on, what judges you're gonna be in front of. Some people may not like that little heavier hickory smoke. Some may love it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's again, uh, last year being kind of the first year we did six comps, so it's not a huge, um, you know, huge amount of comps, to, and, and and you know to really, to, you know, stand back and and go, okay, you know how did we do, you know, did we get any comment cards where, you know, smoke was too heavy? Um, we haven't, we haven't heard anything like that. So, um, we, we may dial it back this year. I think we're, we're talking about doing a blend with, with pecan and, and hickory kind of still sticking to our roots. Um, but, uh, maybe toning it down just, just a tad, just to see, you know, it, it's worth, it's worth exploring because it, it seems like everybody else is, is kind of on that pecan or, or lighter wood train and, right now i mean i use a lot of oak i use a ton of oak in my cooking and i find yeah. that it, it's the best wood that works for me it's also the most relevant wood around here um it's it, it it's the most readily available which yeah i mean that's that's the heart you know that's that that's half the battle sometimes is making sure that you can get a good supply especially uh not only on competition wise but if you start falling, like if you, you're doing catering or if you're doing uh, like, I mean, I, I do barbecue for a living now, thank God. And, um, you know, we're cooking constantly and I, I can't be like, oh, yeah, by the way, I don't have any wood. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. And that's that can't oh, happen. A hundred percent. We out here, uh, we we go to a local spot here in Escondido, Olson's Firewood, and, and a half a cord of hickory is 400 bucks. Uh, we just we just got noticed that it's going up by 50 bucks a, uh, a half core just based on, you know, the demand. So, yeah. And, and where we're at in northern San Diego, uh, dude, that's oak just... is everywhere. It's everywhere. We can I mean, I've got oak trees on my property. I could cut down and season. Um, yeah, we just we just haven't, you know, haven't gone the direction. Hickory seemed to, to really hit the spot on the flavor profile we're kind of looking for. But you're right. Oak's a, oak is a fantastic flavor profile on, on, on smoked meats for sure. I just, you know what? I, I just like it because it, it's, you can almost use it on everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. There, it really doesn't overpower yeah. anything. And it doesn't, you know, on, I guess underwhelm. I'll, I'll use it, you know, say it that way where it's like some people are like, Oh, well that was okay. But I wish it was, I wish it was more smoking. It's like, mm, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I totally, totally. Yeah, I just like, I don't know, I like oak. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, oak, oak great. You, you can't go wrong. I just, yeah, and, and it's, it's not like I'm married to hickory, it's just yeah. kind of what we started with. You don't and, have to lie, it's, it's, it's okay. got it. Just, yeah, yeah, I think, I think our big thing was just being new kind of to the circuit and, and competing. Hey, stick with what we know. Um, you know, we know how it burns, we know what we're gonna get, we know how it tastes. So, I think that was our, our first year. So, now that we're coming up on a new year, it's you can branch out a little and try try some new stuff and and see how we go moving forward. Now, something I did notice on your page is you are a jealous devil ambassador. Um, we are. So I want to talk to you a little bit about have you have you tried the jealous devil compressed sticks? Um, or they're I, I, I'm going to call them their compressed sticks. I know they have a name, and I my brain is literally yeah the blocks. Thank you, the blocks. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm sure Jealous Double is yelling at me right now. 
uh, if they're listening. She's like, it's called this, you dick. Um, and they're they're yeah. fantastic. Um, now, no, I wouldn't hard. necessarily run my whole pit off of it, nor would I use it as like a smoking wood. I don't think right. I don't think that that's what it's intended for. But what I do love right. using it for is starting. I start my pit with them. Yep, that's yeah. same. It's exactly what we do. So that it, that was kind of a, a game changer for us when we jumped on with Jealous Devil. Uh, we bought the blocks and uh, and uh, and then we you know obviously we bought some some charcoal as well. Yeah. And the way that we we fire up our our lane, we'll throw two blo- two full blocks and then uh, right next to one another, and we'll fill the middle of it with ch- with the charcoal. And, uh, and then throw a piece or two of, of hickory on top and fire that up a little propane to- torch. And it gets so freaking hot. Um, it, it's, it's cut, intense. Yeah, it's definitely cut down on the time that it takes to get my, my pit up to temp. Uh, and I'm not, and I'm not burning through, I'm not burning through the hickory and I'm getting it lit right away. So I'm not having to worry about, you know, is this, you know, is this log, you know, not seasoned enough? You know, is it just not, you know, is it just not starting? Um, so I, yeah, we, we're huge fans of, of Jealous Devil, the blocks and, and, and the large lump for sure. I will say that, um, that's, that's how I've kind of started with, uh, I've been starting my pit is I take, I take the, uh, the blocks and I, you know, I don't even, I don't, I haven't, I haven't used two. I haven't even thought about using two. I, I started with just one. You know what I mean? I, I put one in the middle yeah. of it and then, and then I started it with a torch and just let that thing, let that thing go. And yeah, it just creates so much good, like just a nice charcoal base on the bottom. So yep. my, you know, I'm throwing new fresh logs on there and they're igniting immediately because that damn thing's blowing like Dude, crazy. It's so hot. It's so hot. It's it's insane. Uh, yeah, because that was the hardest thing. I mean, because we were, you know, while we're using a traditional, uh, you know, stick burner, you know, it's reverse flow with the length. You know, we we cook kind of that right in between where we're not low and slow. We're not you know hot and fast into the you know mid threes to four hundred like some of the other guys are. So we're we're about two seventy five three hundred. Um, See, I consider that to, you know we just have. I consider that kind What's of that? Hot, I consider that on the hotter and faster side in the set, like when yeah, you're saying no. the mids I, I it, yeah. it's kind of scaring me a little bit because a lot of the new guy a lot of the guys that I've been talking to lately are like yeah I cook hot and fast I'm at 350 375 and I'm like holy shit yeah it's crazy I'm like that's a yeah, whole different I, game and I I find a lot of them are are on barrel a lot of them are on barrels. Uh, my buddy Sean's yeah. on a barrel, and he says that he, so the way he cooks his brisket is he throws it on at 500 degrees. That's crazy. And lets that barrel come down to like 375. Yeah. And I'm just like, seriously? Like, that's insane. Yeah, no. It, it, yeah, I, I, who was I took a I took a class with uh, Sterling with uh, Luke Booty, and that's what he was saying. He he had his fired up to like four hundred four four fifty, and same type of thing. You throw it on there and it brings it back down, and it just I I'm like, how are you not searing the meat? How are you how are you not doing? But I I understand the concept. You know, you start high, just like you know an oven. You're putting 
you know, cold, colder meat in there and it's, you know, it's, you're going to bring it back down to temperature. So I, I get that, but yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's kind of crazy. I will say I don't, I, I've had really good results with, um, throwing my meat. Like if I, if I have my cooker going and it's going, 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 going. And what I like to do is I, I, I start my cooker, everything starts going. Then we start prepping. Um, usually by the time I'm done prepping and doing all that stuff, we're it's time to throw a brisket on you know what i mean yeah um yeah by the time i'm done trimming my briskets and, and and seasoning and don't forget guys i'm not doing a competition trim i'm not doing crazy amounts of trimming um <laughs> it, it it's just it's a catering trim you know that's what i like to call it. it's my catering trim yeah. and or your yep. vending trim which means you're keeping more of that shit on there why because i want to sell the shit <laughs> yeah, okay. exactly. You want that late? Well, because when I throw yeah. it away, guess what? I don't have any money. It must be your money. <laughs> yeah, that's Which, right. You know, I mean, like we, we we'll save it and we'll do burgers out of it and shit like that. But um, it's still not. You know, your tri- your trimmings are your trimmings. I mean, you can't use them all. Um, yeah. And we we also save them for barbecue brunches when we do our gravy. So, um, mm. but. Uh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, dude, brisket gravy is the way to fucking go. That it, sounds amazing. It it re- literally is. What we do is, um, I will take, I will take brisket, I will take the trimmings of the brisket, and I'll put them on a um, cookie sheet or not a cookie sheet, a, a cooling mm-hmm. sheet, like one of the the you know right cooling sheets yeah, yeah. that we all use, and I throw that over a foil pan, right. Okay. So it, it's laying so the, the, the foil pan so it can drip into the foil pan, right? And then I will throw that into an oven at like three hundred degrees for probably like an hour and a half and just let all that fat render and drip. That just renders yeah. down. Yeah. Oh man. And just let it render, drip, let it drip, 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 and then I take all that fat all that dri- all that rendered fat and drippings and I take that and we turn that into our uh into our gravy. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you can't eat a ton of it cuz you'll die. Um yeah. <laughs> but it it's so it's so rich and it's so amazing that people are like this is so much different. It's such a cuz they bite into we do briskets, biscuits and gravy, right? So mm-hmm. They they bite into it thinking that they're getting like a pork uh, like a pork gravy, but it's not. It, it's that br- right. it's that heavy beef brisket taste, and they're like that just elevates it so much more. And I'm like, yeah, that's what we were going for. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the plot. Yeah, it's kind of the idea. Yeah, that's exactly what we were going for. But you know, yeah. you trim that meat, and then I'll sometimes like I'll go out there and like my pit will be at three twenty five, and it's it hasn't really set. I like to be between two seventy five and three hundred. And it hasn't fully settled, but yeah. I'm getting good, clean smoke. Yep. My pit's just ready to go. It doesn't matter. Like, it can hang out at 325. It, it's it's going to be clean. It's nice and clean. It's, you know, tons of airflow. So I'll throw it on at 325 and just let it kind of settle itself back down to, you know, between 275 and 300. And I find that I yeah. sometimes get a little bit better crust starting it at a little bit higher. No, that makes sense. Yeah, you're getting it's it's going in hot. Yeah, you're. I can it's see that. And tighten it up a little bit. Good airflow going too. 
good airflow. You know, it's it's flowing around that meat. It's n nothing stagnant. Everything's moving. Um, and, you know, it, I, don't, I don't know that it really changes my cook time, per se. Yeah. By anything dramatic. Are you, you still cooking I mean? on the Myron, or is that, oh, yeah, is that yeah. with your new Bronco? No, uh, the that's Myron. the Myron, yeah. The Bronco, I mean, Bronco's yeah. just a backyard fun little toy. Um, sure. Dude, that thing, <laughs> that thing's fantastic, though. For Do you for, like it? For that size of cooker, yeah. for what it can put out, yeah, dude, it is it is a fantastic cooker, for, especially for the price. What, they're like 300 what bucks? Oh, yeah, that's cheaper. When, I mean, it's pretty much a barrel on wheels, right? I, yeah, it, it's just a prettier barrel. I yeah. think that's honestly, that's all it is. It's a prettier barrel. Um, but I mean, I've done some pork shoulders on there just for fun. They're fantastic. Uh, ribs, ribs come out awesome. Uh, chickens come out great. Uh, I, you know, a lot of these barrels, I mean, there's, there's some pretty badass barrels out there and this is, yeah, just, I think one of them. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's neat to see it, you know, one of the bigger, I don't want to say bigger barbecue uh, makers come out with, with a kind of a commercial, a commercial, um, barrel, if you will, you know, something you can go buy at Lowe's or Home Depot. No, we're not going to a specialty type barbecue store. It, exactly. And it, it's changing, you know, I, I guess my weirdness about it is I wonder how people are taking it home and cooking with it that are just kind of more of a barbecue novelist than anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Guys that are like, well, you know, I'm going to buy this and I'm going to try to figure it out. I wonder if that's kind of hurting or – and I don't want to say hurting yeah. barbecue, but you know how it is when somebody gets something and they're like, man, yeah. I fucking hated it. I couldn't, make, I couldn't get it to work. couldn't do this. Yeah. Like they, they talk so, I, so much shit about it and it's like, man – is it the cooker or or the chef? Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I, I would just hope that. I mean, if you're dropping three hundred plus dollars on a cooker, you would you would. Hey, let's let's check out YouTube. You know, let's let's check out. You know, you, you know you get you, on a get on a couple of those barbecue pages. Man. Yeah, I, every I, single one I'm on, I learn something new every day on how to do it. But you're right, you're right. I, I don't know how they're cooking on it, but the novice, God, you just hope that you know YouTube is so prevalent that they would jump on and 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 maybe learn a thing or two to to at least be proficient. My only worry about that though is you go on YouTube and there's so much shit. Oh yeah, there is. That if there's you don't like, it. if your ass doesn't kind of go through it. In a sense, like, be like, hey, listen, I'm going to not necessarily pick and choose what I see, but pick and choose who I listen to. You can watch everybody, yeah. but, like, if, if somebody's saying something fucking dumb, like, I'm sorry, I'm going to call them out on it. Like, you're you're doing something yeah. dumb, and I won't do it. I, I'm not going to do it in the YouTube comments because I'm not going to get in a fucking pissing match there. Because, um, no, let's all be honest. Time. You know what I mean? Like, let's all be honest. That's just, that's, YouTube comments are nothing but a fucking dumpster fire. 
That's literally what they YouTube are. YouTube and Twitter. I, friends, I stay away from the comments. I, I go there for content, and if, if I can pick something up, it's like, oh, okay, that's if, cool. If I need a good laugh every now and again, yeah. I'll click on and just scroll through them because <laughs> you're right. It's an absolute dumpster fire. It, it's, it's sometimes some funny shit. And yeah, but you can go down a black hole. Like, it can make literally. Oh. Like, it <laughs> you just. You gotta kill two hours on a Sunday afternoon. That's the way to do it, right there. Oh, you'll kill you'll kill two and a half, and you won't even know it. You'll be like, "Holy yeah. shit, what time is it? I gotta go do something yeah. with my fucking life." Like, that's that. I think that's the hard part with with YouTube. Sometimes I'll, I'll I'll start going into the YouTube world, and then like two hours later, I'm like, "What? What did I watch? Like, why am I?" Yeah. But I mean, there's some great shit on there. Like, you know, Malcolm Reed's on there. Uh, yeah. How to barbecue, right, dude? That's always a safe, safe thing to go to. Um, yeah. Oh, what did we just watch? We just watched the was the Mississippi Po' Boy that he did just the other week. Oh shit! That, that's that is on my that I've been, is on my my list. I've been meaning to watch that. Uh, and I I keep like I keep forgetting. Like I saw, you know, like I saw the um the the thumbnail and all that shit. And I was like, I need to fucking watch that. Yeah. And I didn't. And then I yeah. forgot. And then. <laughs> I saw it the other day, and I was like, I gotta watch that, and I didn't, and then now you brought it up, so it, it means I have to go watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I it's ha- fake. I haven't made it, but it looked amazing. I remember when that hit, what was it, Facebook, like, five or six years ago, and it was everywhere, but he just took it up a notch. I'm like, oh, shit, I, I've got to try that. That that sounds amazing. I, dude, he does some, he does some badass a- stuff. He really does. Yeah. And, I mean, the guy knows what he's talking about. He's not... He's he's not just like one of these guys that just kind of, you know, wings it and is like, oh, right, cook this way and hope that it works. And you're like, yeah, what? He's got some knowledge he's dropping for for sure. And he's cooking on so many different cookers. Um, that's kind of what I do love about his channel is there's so many different cookers that he he likes to incorporate into. And like I know when I was trying to do my YouTube channel, I wanted to kind of incorporate more than. More than just like a big green egg, or more than just, and I I didn't do anything on the Myron because I didn't think it was, I I honestly didn't think it was appropriate, um in in the sense of a lot of these people like I mean I was doing like let let me show you how to make a great spare rib, like a guy that's gonna be like right. okay cool I'm gonna make a great spare rib is not gonna turn around and be like let me spend seven grand on a fucking cooker. <laughs> and like it's yeah. funny because like i do i do barbecue classes here all the time and everyone always asks me they're like why don't you bring the mix in why don't you bring the mix in and i'm like why would i bring them like you know what who i mean has like, the mix in? yeah like yeah. you know what i mean like these are i do backyard classes i'm not trying to teach you competition i'm not trying to teach you how to cook catering i'm not trying to teach you how to how to do um I'm not there to be like, hey, let's cook ribs for 1,500 people. Let me show you. How, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to show you, like, dude, how do you become the best barbecuer on your block? How do you, you know, yeah. how do you get the ribs that everyone else is going to talk about at the block party for years, yep. your, you know, years down the road? How do you get, um, you know, how do you make amazing pulled pork for your family? Like, that's what I want to fucking do. And, like, I, yeah. I show, like, cool sides like, all my barbecue classes, usually it has, like, two proteins and then two, like, appetizer-type things. So, like, we do, like, you know, smoked uh, potato skins. We do, like, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, like smoked deviled yeah. eggs. 
like shit that people can actually use in their <laughs> in their like backyard cooking. Yeah, not, not many people are yeah, like, I'm gonna cook Sunday. a I'm gonna no. cook a brisket every single weekend. Like, dude, that's a shit ton of food. Who's gonna eat yeah, all that? It is a lot of food. It is a lot of food. And that's the other and, and going kind of back to the competition competition side of things that that's you know, it's hard to because you got, you know, you gotta practice and you gotta cook a you know how many briskets we've cooked and chicken and ribs competition style. The, the difference the difference between between going and doing a PC event at a comp <laughs> and then going and just doing the comp, man, I don't know what to do with the rest of my day. I got so many hours because I'm not sitting over a smoker all day cooking 40 racks. It, it was great. But here's yeah. the problem with with that. Like, it's so great being able to do all that, but if you're only cooking one or the other, or if you're only cooking, yeah. like, comp, I mean... You're still cooking a shit ton of food, but you're you're almost you're not wasting it because I don't want to say you're wasting it, but you kind of are. Oh, you're you're wasting it. Oh, yeah. you're 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 taking a you know, and most most of the times you're taking a two hundred to two hundred fifty dollar you know Snake River Farm gold, and you're trimming the shit out of it, and you're only using you know six to eight to ten maybe ten pieces. So, yeah, you're you're wasting a shit ton of food. Um. And then but what are you going to do with the rest of it? Leftovers you know I mean? are delicious. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's why, you know, that's what's more that's what's damn fun with inviting friends to down to the competitions or, you know, the other fun thing, you know, obviously be not doing as much of the PC, being able to, to talk with your neighbors and the other, you know, competitors next to you. Hey, try, you know, try my rib, try my chicken, try my, you know, yeah. what do you think? You know, is it, you know, is it this, is it that? And, and that's, I love that part of it where we really didn't get to, uh, to really do that before, yeah. but, but you're right. I mean, it's, there, there's a lot of waste in that as well. There's so much waste. It's just like, sometimes it's like, man, I've, I've talked to a couple guys. And they're like, well, we used to cook three briskets, you know, three briskets, nah. four pork butts, X amount of ribs, this much chicken. And I'm like, what the hell did you do with the rest of it? You're only turning it in one box. Do I, our second, competition there was a there was a guy that that i actually bought uh, a pit from and i had walked over and he had four pork shoulder pork four pork butts and he was literally throwing them in the trash fully cooked fully cooked just dumping them in the trash i'm like what are you doing he's like oh i only cook for the money muscle so he literally had, he didn't trim it down to the you know the what four or five pounds he almost he just separated the money muscle and cooked it and then he just he just chopped it and, and dumped Four like whole pork butts. I, I just yeah. Again, you know, once I saw that, I went, oh okay. This, this is what we're this is what we're competing against. People are just willing to just chuck food to get the best parts. But then it's like, but, okay, you're wasting how much food? Yeah, yeah. You're wasting so much damn food. And then yeah, we. You know what? That that's the good thing of I, I think the biggest kind of aha moment a couple of them but you know was was trimming at home and, and that way we could save some of that scrap so if we wanted to turn you know some of that pork and some of that brisket into sausage or you know grind it up and make hamburger or, or just you know seal it and freeze it and use it at you know at another time you know where you could do that it just it'll help cut down on a lot of that waste it, it will but i i just don't think a lot of the guys want to a lot of yeah. guys are like, yeah, fuck it, I'm done. Like, 
Well, and a lot of guys do 10 to 15 plus competitions, and it's like, Jesus, you know, you need a fucking chest freezer to, to save all that stuff. And, you know, and how are you going to eat all that? Like, stuff. realistically, yeah. like, be honest. Like, I'm sorry, I like barbecue. I'm, I like barbecue just as much as the next guy. Uh, but, dude, I know, I know there's people that are like, dude, I can eat brisket all day long. Not after you cook it. No, that's the last thing I want to eat. I honestly, I'm, I don't even taste it. I let my brother, I let Buck try it. I'm like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll try it for tenderness, but I have zero appetite or I, I, I don't want to taste it. I, I, except for the chicken. That was the one thing. It's because it's normally, I haven't eaten breakfast yet. And that's the first thing. And I'll have a bite of chicken. And, but I feel, I feel like that's anything you cook. Though. Yeah, Anytime that's you're true. cooking, either it's outside for six, seven hours smoking something or in a competition, by the time oh. you're done, you don't even want to eat. No, you don't. Like, it, it's funny. No. I was doing a talk uh, the other day, and, you know, one of the guys asked me a question. They were like, well, what's your favorite thing to smoke? Like, if you had to cook something just for you, like, that you make normally, what's your favorite thing? And I literally looked at him and I was like, I have no fucking clue how to answer that question. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, here's the thing, dude. I'm like when I'm I'm like when I'm cooking, uh I know what it tastes like because I'm trying it, I try it, I make sure it's tender, I make sure I, I make sure my flavor profile is where I want it to be, I make sure, you know, I make sure all these things. I'm like, but when we're on the way to an event, dude, I'm not eating my food. I'm eating McDonald's on the way yeah. home. Like, I know that sounds oh, horrible, God. and people are, like, going to be like, oh, my God, what it's do you mean? Accurate. It's, it's not accurate. It's not – it's 100% accurate. I the, Oh, God, the it's, last couple of comps, like, my my body hates me because of how much McDonald's I've eaten on the way there and home. Right? And it sucks, but it's like – It sucks. You cook all day long. I'm in the kitchen all day long and, you know, out by the smoker and doing what we're doing, and then – what ends up happening is like, dude, you're like, I don't even want to fucking boil water to make pasta for myself. Like when we <laughs> yeah. do some, when we do like crazy events, it's like I'm making mac and cheese and I'll make anywhere between, you know, two to four full pans of mac and cheese. Okay. Yeah. We we so, funny we, story about we, mac and cheese. Yeah, we know we know a little bit of something about mac and cheese for stagecoach. I think Buck and I here made sixty nine. Sixty nine full pans of mac and cheese before we left. Literally we we had a camp chef going for no shit, I think eight and a half hours straight. Yeah. Continuously boiling boiling water and, and making the mac and cheese before we went. I I never wanted to see another noodle. Anything regard like even resembling mac a and noodle. cheese or a noodle, noodle for for about three months. We did a huge. Um, we did a really big. Uh, it wasn't. A, it was. It was a. It was a fundraiser, right? And they, we were just doing like samples, so it was like a late night bite sample, and we did mac and cheese for it. So when we did our mac and cheese for that one, I think I did. I didn't do as many as you guys did, but I did. I think I did 12, 12 full pans of mac and cheese. Yeah. And, dude, I was like, I don't want yeah. to touch mac You're and burnt. cheese. You're like, so burnt out. And our mac and cheese is heavy as fuck. 
Like, my full pan of mac and cheese weighs about 14 pounds. <laughs> yeah. For a full pan, right? That's how much... That's how much cement in there? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, we, really, <laughs> we, really, we really crush it, dude. We put a lot of shit in there. Um, yeah. But it, it's 14 pounds. So when we loaded all the cameras up, dude... <laughs> <laughs> I went. We went to go look. I'm like, oh shit, this thing's heavy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I'm like, yeah, damn no, it. Yeah, we. What did we fill? We filled like two. Or, was it three or four restaurant? Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Twenty racks. Yeah, yeah, those twenty rack restaurant. Oh, like the, the shelves. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, the shelves on yeah. wheels. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was, dude, and we had to tie those down because we were afraid that, oh my God. This there was trapped part, into the refrigerator. Yeah, we had, we had to rent a refrigerator truck when we were out at Stagecoach and she needed to make sure, yeah, tie that down. That's, dude, I, I'm, I feel like I'm going to be like you. Uh, we have a, um, this summer we have a giant festival that's coming up, and uh, oh, cool! We're gonna be doing a festival about twenty five thousand people, uh, vending at it. So <laughs> I can only imagine how much goddamn mac and cheese I'm gonna have to make for that. Yeah, um, <laughs> and just yeah. how literally like I know like it's it's a Thursday through Sunday festival. Monday I'm never gonna want to see a noodle. Nope. I'm gonna be like not. don't show me noodles. <laughs> like Yeah, ever. my my advice is get the refrigerator truck if you're gonna rent one a day early so you have a place to place it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it's uh yeah, as much prep work as you can get done. Exactly, uh, that's what we're gonna try doing. Yeah. Prepping yeah, as much I, shit I, as possible. We were we were we were gonna do because we did yeah, sixty eight, sixty nine pans of mac and cheese, and I think we were we were still going to cook another, like, 30. We like, 30. Yeah, I think we were going to try to get to 100 pan, full pans of mac and cheese. And uh, What kind of noodles are you guys using? What's that? What kind of noodle are you using? Uh, it was like a rotini noodle. Okay. Yeah, okay. so we, we were, we were going to cook on site, and thank God that it didn't come to that. Where we, we just we didn't get – it was just too fucking hot. You know, we're, we're out in Coachella Valley in, you know, March, April. It was 104 degrees. It'll help so you boil people... water faster. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> It'll help you boil yeah. water faster. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was a good, it was a good thing in hindsight that, that we didn't get, you know, we didn't have to make that, that more mac and cheese when we were there, but it was, uh, man, it was, uh, it was, it was an adventure. We, you know, my buddy Garrett, I love him to death, um, but our, you know, it's a three-day event, and Saturday was about 100, 102 degrees, and uh, we were, we were getting, we were getting some more, some, you know, waters, and you can sell, and, and, and mac and cheese, and some other things we were putting on the smoker, and he walks into the big, you know, the big box truck, and it's, and it's, it's, you know, it's stifling hot out, he goes, ah, oh, I don't know, I think, I think I need to, I think I need to turn it down another couple degrees, you know, I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> And he goes into the cap of the truck and accidentally hits uh, the auto defrost and uh, turns off the refrigeration in the truck and and oh. can't get it turned back on. So it was just 
it's got to run its cycle. Yeah, and, and we didn't realize, you know, we're, we're not electricians or, you know, we don't normally run these yeah. types of trucks. So we, we had an oh shit moment. We're like, oh my God, are we going to le- lose all the food that's in? You know, we were only midway through the second day. Yeah, yeah. And we, you know, I, I got to say the guy, the people that, that were running the, the festival, you know, I wouldn't talk to, you know, hey, do you have electrician? Do you have someone that does refrigeration? And we had some other options, but it was a really, really stressful time for about two hours where we literally thought we were going to lose everything in a refrigeration truck because it wasn't turning back on. And, uh, and all of a sudden it was just resetting itself. The computer was resetting itself. And, and it uh, took and that it, long. It back on, but what's that? And it took two hours to reset. No, it was, uh, it was about an hour. No, it was, it was about an hour, hour and a half. It was a good amount of time to where we didn't think it was going to turn back on. And it turned out we had someone come out that, that where we rented the refrigerator truck from that, uh, you know, the, the pressure was too high. And it was, you know, the thing was working overtime when it's a hundred plus degrees outside oh, yeah. and it's, you know, those compressors are, are just struggling to keep, you know, to, to, to go. Um, you know, it was just kind of one of those things, but it, it was, yeah, it was a sigh of relief when that, when, when it, when it turned back on. When it just kicked back on. Was, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess you got to think about it, you know, with it being that hot, you're almost worried that the, with it kicking on so much, you're almost yeah. worried about the uh, Freon freezing. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's being worked in a way over time. Um, I'm sure you guys yep. weren't, there wasn't any, any shade over that truck. So nope. it, it was getting beat down by the hot sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that's definitely a, uh, that is definitely one of those struggles, right? That you just want to yeah. make sure that you don't have in your life. Luckily, it was one of those things that we got to laugh at, ap- you know, after the fact, yeah. where, you know, still to this day, I, I give them shit or just, you know, do well, me a favor and, and don't and don't don't put it on auto depressed. I don't think of... we started laughing until Monday when we got home. Oh, it. yeah. So, like, it was, it was, you didn't was, start laughing until you knew. Until uh, you knew until you knew that truck was going to turn back on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But. It was, you know, great. It was good times. It was, you know, just one of those things that it was such a great life experience and, and to have it, you know, with barbecue and friends and it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It really was. Yeah. I mean, it's, it happens though. And it's a good story. I think what, exactly. I think what we're going to end up doing is there's a company, there's a company out here that rents uh refrigerated trailers Okay. Yeah. 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 Instead of the truck, just drop you can it do off. the truck. Yeah. But basically, what they do is they drop it off, they turn it on for you, and they're like, yeah. "Don't, don't fuck with it for <laughs> X amount of time." Like, My advice would be, "Don't touch anything." Yeah. yeah. Don't just don't don't touch anything. It's, it'll be fine. Just don't touch it. There's and something w- wrong. Call and when is it? It's in October. You said it's in July. So it'll be fucking oh July hot okay, here well, it's, too. It's hot as fuck out there and muggy. Yeah. So. We'll probably end up we'll probably end up having to have to do that uh, because I don't know that we'll be able to do uh, straight coolers. You know what I mean? I just don't yeah. know that they're gonna. A, I don't know that we have enough space in coolers to hold for that many people or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. that that's just so much damn food. Yeah, it is, and and, and, and for a festival that size, I mean, you, you definitely want to. Make sure you have enough food and, yeah. and and a way to keep it 
to, a way to keep it cold. And those, uh, that's such oh, yeah. a great way to do it with, with those trucks. So yeah. as much, yeah, again, as much prep as you can do ahead of time. Yeah. The better. That's for sure. Well, we'll have safely. A, we'll have, a, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll prep in our commercial kitchen, do all that shit. Um, yeah. and that, that's one of the nice thing is nice things is like having, having a larger kitchen, you know, to be able to use and prep in and all that kind of stuff. I can always re- like, cause we, we rent our commercial kitchen space. I can always rent more space than I, yeah, than I actually yeah. need for that day. You know what I mean? And just kind of yeah be able to use, utilize, utilize two spaces versus, you know, just one. I could rent two, technically two kitchens, two kitchen spaces in, in the unit that, that we're in. And it just, you know, gives you a little bit more space, gives you 12 burners instead yeah. of six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm guessing we're gonna probably utilize. <laughs> we're gonna utilize. I mean, we're make we're gonna make so much. I mean, I I can only imagine how much goddamn mac and cheese I have to make. Uh, I haven't even started yeah. figuring that out, or how many you know damn noodles I'm gonna actually have to purchase. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What else? What else are you cooking for it? Are you gonna uh, keep so it we'll, simple, or we're gonna do keep... anything special? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna kind of keep it s- pretty simple. Um, we're gonna do we're gonna do our pulled pork because you can do do so many damn butts so quickly. You know yeah, what I mean? Or you can do stupid, yeah. And it, it it's almost like why wouldn't you, right? Um, right. We're gonna do our brisket brisket smash burgers to make you know kind of give people another option where it's like, oh, we want barbecue, but, you know, one person wants barbecue, but this dude wants burgers. You know, we have that. And then I think, I'm not sure what else we're going to do. I'm thinking we might do ribs, but I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure if I want to, I'm not not sure if I want to do the turnaround that ribs are going to take. Yeah. You see what, you know, you get what I'm saying? And with ribs too, like if you start, you know, you want to jump on them and you start, you want to start, you know, cutting them up. And once you do that, you're going to lose, you know, they're going to dry out. Yep. So, I mean, I mean, so it's like, okay, so do I have a slicing station and just kind of, you know, cut to order and then. Well, that's what, that's probably what we would do. But then that, if if I do that, then that takes. want good quality, I mean, I'm assuming, yeah, you're going to want good quality. You're going to want to slice it. And And the problem is you got to, that means you have to have another human. Right. So then payroll right. starts changing. <laughs> yeah, very quickly. Because, um, you know, we, we're, we're probably going to have five to six people working it anyways, uh, just to be safe. And then, you know, it, it's going to be a long day. I mean, I think, I think it starts at, I think the festival starts at like noon and it goes till 11, at, like 10 o'clock at night. And, I mean, we probably okay. won't vend all the way to 10 o'clock at night because realistically... I'm sure the crowds will, food crowds will die down around eight thirty, nine o'clock. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna have. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you might get that you know hungry, hungry drunk person that's running up, being like, <laughs> "Do you guys have any food? Do you have any food?" Got... Yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah, and that, and that, and that, you know, that's the other thing you got to weigh is is having too much food and cooking too much food, not having you know, you want to make sure you don't overshoot it yeah you know is there is 
Is there anybody that that's done the festival before that you can talk to that give you? I don't some I don't, guesstimates on. Well, I don't know exactly. So it's not a barbecue fest. It's just it's it's like um, it's just a local town fest, and I don't know who okay. else is actually on it this year because they're kind of changing it. They're trying to go towards more like food trucks uh, than restaurants. Uh, so that's kind of the, you know, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, that's the hard part. I don't know. Yeah, that I think that was the hardest part with doing a large festival or cook like that, where it's how much, because you don't want to run out. I mean, it's okay to run out, but it's you don't want to run out halfway through. If you run out three quarters of the way through or almost at, I mean, obviously that's ideal, but you don't want to, you don't want to get to the end and go, shit, I got, you know, half the food that I cooked here still and I've already cooked it. So now I got to toss it. Yeah. Well, so we prepped, we did, um, we did an event last summer. Uh, we teamed up with, um, an ice cream place and we were like, cool, well, we're going to do this. Like, you know, we're going to do a pop-up there and we did not expect the turnout that we got. We were like, oh, we'll be there from like three till, I think we said we were going to be there from three to like seven. So we said we were going to be there for four hours. And we got there to start setting up at two, like 2.15-ish. There was already mm-hmm. a line of people waiting at 2.15. <laughs> And we're like, shit, this isn't going to end well. We didn't bring enough food. Exactly. I'm like, we didn't bring enough food. I'm like, we just yeah. don't enough food. We sold out in an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, um, wow. But it was like, dude, we had no idea. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, how are you going to know that? You it's, just have no, it's, it's That's hard to gauge. First time anyone's ever done a food pop up there. You know what I mean? Like nobody had any gauge. Yeah. And there was so have, many. Have people. you gone back since? Yeah, we've gone back since. Um, we've we do we did uh, three pop ups there during the summer. We teamed up with the ice cream shop in the sense of like we we actually did a barbecue ice cream for each pop up. So we did like a different theme. Oh, so like cool idea. one of the one like our first one we did like it was a smoked cornbread ice cream so we smoked the cornbread they took it they kind of like whatever did whatever they did with it and then they incorporated it into their like ice cream with and i think it was like i think there was blueberry in it or something there was some kind of berry in it and it, it just came out awesome and people were like this is so good um and then man we did a couple other ones can't remember the the two other ones that we did. So I mean, were you a little bit more prepared after after that first yeah that first yeah around yeah where, absolutely yeah. we were way more prepared except for um, the last one I I fucked up again. <laughs> not not necessarily because we ran out of food too quickly, but I decided to make I decided to add ribs right. Yeah. And instead of doing, like, I was like, we're doing a very limited number of ribs. I was like, we're going to cook 12 racks of ribs. That's it. Super limited number, right? So I'm thinking, like, that'll last a decent amount, right? Apparently. Not if people like them. I was, well, I was dumb, and I was letting people, like, we we were like, 
Well, here, we'll make three different options. You can get a third of a rack, half rack, or a full rack. With only 12? Yeah, we should have kept off the full. We should have taken off the full <laughs> rack. See? Yeah, exactly. But I, you know what yeah. I mean? I was like, I didn't know if they'd go really fast or not. Yeah. And I swear, like, the first 12 people in line were like, we'll take a full rack of ribs. Yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, fuck. Okay, well, then there, there yeah. that goes. Yep. Yeah, we've been we've been through that as well. Again, going back to the the comp part of things in PC, you know, where different events at different different locations will get you different. You know, we we did a well Sean's event down in Del Mar. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we I think we we went bigger with ribs for that contest. Going, yeah, you know, they're they're gonna love ribs, and they just didn't sell. Just to be I, again, I, I going back, I think that the people that were there for the, for the horse racing, you know, they were all, you know, dressed to the nines and just didn't want to get, did want to get, I don't think wanted to get dirty. So they're like, no, we want the stuff in the cups. We'll, we'll take the pulled pork or the brisket or, you know, whatever. But yeah. then you go to another comp, you know, that's in, you know, in the city somewhere and <laughs> ribs are the first thing to go. And they're, you know, you're sitting on a shitload of pulled pork or brisket. Yeah. But see, I feel like the, the, like, deviled side of it is that when you prep more and you're like, okay, we're going to make sure that we have way more than enough. Like ribs are going to go. I know we're going to make a killing on ribs today, whatever. They don't move. On the day that you're like, I'm going to fucking make 12, 12 racks of ribs. Everyone orders ribs. And you're just like, really? Yeah. Where the hell yep. were you people last fucking week? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how it is. Yeah. That's just they were eating the brisket at another festival. Yeah. yeah. Dude, but it's just rough. It's like no matter what, I feel like no matter what your prep is, when you're when you're serving to the public and you're serving to the masses, they're basically gonna want what you have the least of. The least of. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And they'll be like, oh, well, yeah, but I want that. And we don't we don't actually do ribs very often um, for pop-ups. We do them like we – do, we do them very rarely. Uh, so we do, we do very limited supply of them just, just so we're not holding them for a very long time, just so they move, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think for us, the main thing for the for the stagecoach was our, we would get rushes early and then kind of fade off towards the end of the day. So we knew to load up early and and you know not cook so much at night because we didn't want to be left over with with a shit ton of ribs because no one's eating them. Yeah, right. And that that's kind of why I'm like I'm trying to figure out if I even want to do ribs for this one comp or for this one festival. Just because I'm, I'm a little worried on that, then it's like, do you, you know, do I want to incorporate that other guy, you know, another, another cutter? It's just, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of, yeah, a lot of shit that I'm still going to go through <laughs> to figure it out. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Like you said, you start adding bodies, the payroll goes up. Start adding bodies, payroll goes up, the trailer starts to feel smaller. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, 
you know, it, it just it all becomes a pain in the ass a little bit sometimes. It really does. But that's but that's barbecue. Yeah. You know? And I always find that like I don't know how you guys cook your ribs, but like I like laying my ribs flat, so then they take up a lot of surface space for me. And that's one of the hard yeah. things. You know what I mean? Like when they're taking up that much surface space, do I want to dedicate that much surface space to ribs? It's a lot. Uh, that was, you know, Buck and I were talking about doing, uh, uh, again, one of Sean's, one of Sean's, uh, comp- you know, one of his competitions yeah. down in Spring Valley where his, where his restaurant's at. And uh, we were going to compete in it, but we were lucky enough, you know, again, being a rookie year, we got, we got a call, so we couldn't compete in it. We were thinking about vending. And we were like, okay, yeah, let's let's do let's just do ribs. Um, and luckily, I I just got the the big fat. I got a Lang eighty four fat boy with three okay. racks. So I was like, I can I can dedicate some a good amount of surface area to, to just ribs. So I think we're gonna I think we're gonna shoot to do that actually this year in uh, in November, um, and just do ribs. Just just you know just vend and and I know the I know that the ribs will move down there. Yeah, as long as we're moving, I mean, that's fantastic. Like, I know that we're going to have two, you know, we'll, we'll have two, two smokers there. So if I, if I have to dedicate, you know, a, a smoke, a rack of, you know, a rack to one of them, I think it'll be okay. I mean, I guess yeah. I could do that. Now, um, <laughs> whether or not I'm going to, I don't know yet. I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to do that. I, I you know, it being a walk around festival, I just that that's my other like worry is if it's a walk around festival, will people want to hold it and eat it that way? Yeah, are you gonna are you gonna give it to them in boats or plates? So, have you thought about I the delivery thought, system? I haven't thought that far <laughs> yet. Normally, yeah. what we normally for our pop ups we do plates. Yeah, it's the easiest way to do it, um, especially yep. for ribs. Everything else goes into boats, but ribs go into plates. Uh, yeah, just because sense. it's too... It, they don't fit into a boat. They just don't. No, a rib don't. just doesn't go into a boat properly. Maybe that's just me, though. Yeah, unless you're, unless you're flipping them upside down. But, or, yeah, unless don't. you're flipping them upside down, or if you're, like, cutting each bone off, and then kind of, like, yeah. Lego-logging, stacking them. You know? Yeah. So... I don't, I don't know. I just haven't decided yet. And I mean, I got some time. It's not July yeah. yet, so shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got time. But you know, and I might do that's ribs. A, I might. That not. sounds like fun, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I still think that that's part. Some of the most rewarding parts of barbecue is is doing festivals like that or PC. You know, when you have those people come back and just go, God damn, that was that was the best rib I've ever. Yeah had or you know i'm sure i mean i'm sure you've got some 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 killer barbecue spots up there but to have good craft barbecue like that yeah oh man i mean that's one of the the money the the money's nice too the money's fantastic uh when you when when you start (laughs) making money back is barbecue yeah (laughs) um you know when you when you when you put out the the amount of money that you put out beforehand and then you you go okay cool well uh, God I really hope uh, really hope we pass oh. this number at least a little bit <laughs> yeah right. yeah you know? make it worth it I know it, it it's expensive all that shit's super expensive and um, yeah. 
that's what most people don't get. You know, you got to go out there yeah. and you got to put that, you got to fit that bill first. And then you got to hope to God that you make it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, th- think on the comp side too. It's, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta keep up with everybody else and you're out buying, you know, the snake river farms golds, you know, two, two fifty, two sixty oh. for, for one of those just for a brisket. And if you're cooking two of them, yeah, yeah. It, it's getting pricey. Well, it's, no, it's I crazy. Mean, we're, we're, yeah, it's extremely pricey. Yeah, we're on a shoestring. We're on a shoestring budget, uh, you know. So we're doing what we can afford, and it's it's hard. Comps are. It's not a. It's definitely not a poor man's sport. That's for damn sure. You well, know, I think one of the hardest things, like like you're saying, it's not a poor man's sport. But one of the hardest things is like, man, you can't go get a prime brisket anymore. Like you can, and you can you can't yeah. place. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not possible, but. A lot of these guys are cooking Wagyu. Almost all of them are. You kind of yep. have to keep up with the Joneses, right? Exactly. You, you know what was, what was kind of neat? We uh, it was our first our first comp that our, that we had done uh, this year was the uh, the guinea pig out here that Big Papa Smokers puts on, and it was okay. sponsored by Tyson by Tyson, and it was pretty cool because you get uh, the meats provided, so you're not allowed to bring your own meat. So you go in and they do a they do a draw, you know, kind of like a bingo draw. Everybody gets a ping pong ball, and you get a random cooler, and you get one uh, Tyson Prime brisket. Uh, I think it was two two Prime shoulders, four racks of ribs, and I want to say like twelve to fourteen or so pieces of chicken, and that's it. And everybody's on the same even playing field. Um, and you got a trim on site. So that's the other thing that kind of throws a little monkey wrench of the people that are used to being, you know, at home in their own environment and can take the time. Now they're out, you know, kind of, I don't want to say in the elements, but you're, you know, you're, you're out on a, you know, on a, on a table outside or, or in your kitchen, if you're lucky enough to have one of those big ass trailers. Um, but I, I love that. I, I love that. Um, it was just different. Cause you know, if you couldn't afford to play, you know, where, where the big boys are playing with all the Snake River Farms, and if you're doing Compart Duroc or you know some of these other really you know expensive pieces of meat, it left it, it it really let the people that are good at their craft, um, it trimming and cooking, it, it really it really shows through, you know. But see, I really like that in a sense because then it's not about who like. It's not who can spend the most money. Yep. You can't buy your way out of it. It's all experience. You can't go and buy it. You have to cook it. Right? And I'm not saying that if I go buy a snake over farmed brisket, I'm going to make the best brisket in the world. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying it fucking sure as hell helps. Uh, (laughs) But you know what? But you also know how – you have to know how to cook it. That's the other thing. Yeah, If you're used to cooking primes – you know, the intermuscular fat in, in those Wagyu break down at a much, you know, at a, much at a higher level. temperature than, than the prime. So you're, yeah, yeah. They, again, you got to, you got to kind of know what you're doing, but you're right. It, it they cook a lot faster though too. You know what I mean? Um, right. uh-huh. I was in a discussion with a guy who was like, man, I, I, I want to buy a prime, but I've never cooked prime briskets before. And we, I was 
you know, the first thing I said to him, I was like, it's not a bad way, bad way to say it. I'm like, they will cook faster. You know, they're going to cook a little bit differently and your cook time is going to go a little bit lower, right? It, it's not going to be your hour, you know, your, your traditional hour, hour and a half per pound that you do with choice at 225. Mm-hmm. I go, it, yeah. you know, it's going to cook a little bit faster. And everyone else is like, no, you're, the flavor's just going to be better. It doesn't matter. It's the same cook. I'm like, no. No, it's fucking not. No. Like, don't, don't no, even not try and close. tell me that. Yeah. Like, it's not even close to the same cook. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It, 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 the, the different grades of meat cook, cook much differently. Yeah. Like, 100% differently. It's not even, it's not even close yeah. to it. And, like, yeah. that's what I don't like is that people are, like, they're like, oh, no, 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 it's just the flavor is different. Man, come on, just help, like, help some of these fucking people out. You know what I mean? Right. Like, get the, get the, get the facts correct where it's like, listen, the, the flavor <coughs> is different, but at the same time, you are going to have a different cook time. You're going to have a different result. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it depends on what you're going. I mean, honestly, I, I have no problem cooking prime or even, you know, a choice brisket. They're, they're delicious. I mean, of you, course. And, and, and back when it started, that's what everybody was cooking on. It just, you know, the, the, the competition game is just, it's elevated. You know, it, it's not what it used to be. And exactly. I, I, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'll eat the shit out of a choice for a prime brisket. There's nothing wrong with that, but you know, if you want to do, uh, most people that consistently do well are using the higher grades of meat. It just you're, yeah. you're gonna get smoked. Uh, um, not not all the time, but you know if you're you know ten times out of ten, you know you might get a couple guys that sneak in there with a prime and and we'll 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 win it. But consistency tells you that that it's gonna be with a with a wagyu. It just is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or same thing with pork when you get when you get your you know compound or yep. pork. Uh, your Duroc pork's going to do a little bit better. Um, just all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just right. going to do better. It's, it's, a different, it's a different product. Yeah it, just, yeah, it really is. You know, and have you guys, have you guys started using any of that smart chicken? Have you guys seen no, those? We, yeah, when we first started, we used the never, 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 the, the you know, never, nope. No antibiotics, you know, cage for all that kind of oh, stuff. Free, yeah. Um, and <laughs> it was just tough to get a consistent. Yeah, taste they were they all were over all, the. Yeah, all the, over the map. The made. sizes were all different. You know, you'd go and buy a pack, and of course they're expensive. Um, and honestly, we just when we first started, we were using uh, we're just using Foster Farms, Farms. for the local grocery store, and we'd buy like two or three, you know, eight packs of those, and then we would you know, kind of weigh them out and try to get the most, you know, consistent looking, you know, weight wise and, and look wise. And, but no, I, we, we haven't used any of that. I, I just know some of the competition guys now are talking about this smart chicken that's coming out. And yeah. supposedly what it is, is it's air cooled or air frozen or something. It, huh. like, it's something weird. Um, but I just figured I'd ask if you guys have, have played with that or not. No, haven't haven't messed around with that yet. And where, where are they picking that up? Did they say? Fuck if I know. <laughs> I'm sure I can find it. Uh, I I actually I have no idea. I know I think there's a couple Whole, Whole Foods, probably. <laughs> um, Trader Joe's. Yeah. 
Amazon ships Prime. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they ship it in a non-refrigerated container. That's what makes it smart. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it cooks on the way. Don't worry. It's fine. Uh, right. Gets you to a nice, safe 55 degrees. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Medium rare. Perfect. Chicken tartare. What can I say? Oh, yeah. Oh, what, what could happen? <laughs> I mean, you're probably going to die. But then again, you're going to die. Anyway. It sounds like five <laughs> days in ICU right there. Yeah. I mean, listen. You got a couple pounds to lose. You'll be fine. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, will it make me thin? Is the question, right? Have you ever wanted to lose fifteen pounds in like twenty-four hours? This could happen. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a crash course diet. Uh, please, no, nobody no listening. You. Please, nobody try that. I really don't want anyone. Yeah, to say no. But oh. uh, you know, it it's it's funny to me how like. Some of the competition guys do have their chickens. I mean, like, I uh, one of my buddies is like, dude, I'm using I'm using all the smart chicken now. He's like, that's all yeah. we use. And I'm like, okay, I don't know, like, yeah. he's like, and like, I mean, when we cook chicken, I mean, like, chicken commercially, dude, we're just cooking chickens. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. we get we get yeah. we get Amish chickens or the uh, whatever they're called. Uh, they're not hormonal. They're not. It's not mm -hmm. a 15 pound chicken. Uh, you know what I mean? It, it's 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 a normal sized chicken. Oh, oh yeah, we're, we're all about the boneless, skinless thighs. You can get a forty pound box for forty to fifty bucks. Oh boy. Yeah. And that's oh yeah, that's normally when we'll we'll do our you know catering or you know for cooking for a big party or something like that. We'll go get we'll go get a big box of that chicken, and we've got a big old school ranch ranch Weber that we'll Just we'll cook on. And yeah, I mean we could. We could probably do what, like, probably ten to fifteen pounds, a bag, bag and a half on, yeah, on, yeah. on that ranch, and yeah, it's about thirty pieces. Yeah, that's it's amazing. It's probably it's actually it's probably some of the, I mean, I know I love all the food that we cook, but I don't know why, but just the the boneless, skinless chicken thighs are are some of my favorite. That's a quick cook. It's easy, and they don't yeah. dry out yeah, super well, fast because it's dark meat. No, you know what? It, you know what? It actually doesn't. Um, we've kind of found with that we we don't sauce until we pull it. Yeah. Um, you know, just obviously you don't want you don't want all the sugars to burn while you're cooking it. But yep. uh, we found that, and, and again, it being it being thighs, you know, it's it's got a little bit more fat in there, so you've got more some more juices. Yeah. Um, but you know we'll we'll take that out and, and we'll fill a uh you know a full a full tin of that and, and sauce as we're putting it in there and then throw it in the cambro and the steam and stuff it it you know it oh, stays well, it yeah, holds really really well. really well i mean it's they do they hold that phenomenally they hold amazing and the chicken is you know you can cook it and and and, and keep it in the cambro for hours and and not have to worry about it going into the danger zone and it's uh, it's still super juicy. Um, yeah, it's it's great. We that's that's why I think that's you know why we prefer to do the, the thighs versus obviously breast a little bit more expensive, but it should dries out way too quick. Uh yeah, I mean breasts dry out pretty quickly. What we do is for our pulled chicken is we do a mixture of it. Okay. If somebody wants pulled chicken, we'll do thighs and we'll do breasts. 
Oh, and, okay. we'll, and we'll mix it. And it's usually like it's usually like a 70-30 mix, thighs versus <coughs> versus breasts. But um you get the volume of the breast probably. Well, it, you know, the the breast just shows the little bit of white meat in there, right? And that's mm-hmm. when people are like, "Oh, it's chicken." Yeah. You know. <laughs> Otherwise they're like, "What is it? I don't get it." Yeah, they don't like the dark meat, huh? Dude, I've had I've literally had people look at whole <laughs> pork and they're like, "Is that brisket?" I was like, what? What? Yeah. Like, is that brisket? No, that's pork. Well, I don't know. How the fuck do you not know what pork Um, looks like? Or... Yeah, what is... My favorite favorite is this one. Um, Is there any gluten in your brisket? Oh, we we got that on the barbecue sauce the other day. (laughs) I cooked for our local Little League opening day, and we we got a couple... Asks if the if the barbecue sauce was was there any gluten in it? No, there's okay. no gluten in the barbecue sauce. Or I get I get the um, is your beef brisket beef? No. <laughs> <God>. No. <laughs> That's terrible. No, it is not. It is strictly made out of a pig. We just yeah. call it beef brisket. Yeah, you know, like big brisket, it's amazing. So many people just—it's it, funny. Like, I guess, I guess, I just never noticed like how many people really don't understand like cuts of meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're also not—you know—they're not totally—you know—have gone down the rabbit hole like we have. Oh, absolutely! No, but, I, I agree with you. But I, I like go down some rabbit holes just a little. I know it's you know it it's funny. You you get some of those people that just they just don't know and you, you just kind of you know. Oh yeah, we well, tap we do the shoulder. That's, that's, let me we, guide you. We do pork belly burn ends as uh, one of our entrees, and it's funny. We had one guy come back. We've had a couple of people come back, and they're like they were really fatty. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> And <laughs> I didn't know if I should say you're welcome or yeah. like, so, be like, is that a problem? <laughs> like, you're welcome. So are you rendering, I mean, obviously you can't render out all the fat without it, you know. No, turning, we don't. You know, hard. Yeah, so you, you leave hard. a good amount of succulent fat in there. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a decent yeah. amount of fat in there. Um, it, it, our pork belly burn ends aren't, I would say they're not a full traditional burnt, burnt end. You know what I mean? Um, we yeah. probably take them about ninety percent there. So we're leaving okay. that. We're leaving that little bit of. We're, we're making that fat milky. Sure. You know what I mean? So it's silky. It's nice. Yeah. It's, it's good, and it's still a good clean bite through. So, yeah. So it's not, it's not chewy or anything. Exactly. Know, it's, yeah. You know, it, it'll be a are good. You, bite. Are you soften it up? Oh yeah, you yeah, sauce we sauce them up. up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and we leave, you know, and you, when you leave them in that sauce, I kind of let them let them sit in that sauce for a little bit, and, and I, I throw them in when they're about seventy percent of the way there. That's when I'll throw them into the sauce and let them finish out in the sauce, mm-hmm. so that they actually yeah. render the fit. So some of their fat renders out into the sauce. In the sauce, so that yeah. it's just sitting in fat and sauce mm. and holding temp. Sounds and then, amazing. And then you give you you serve it to them that way, and then you're you're not losing 
you're not losing any any moisture. You know what I mean? Because it's just sitting in fat. Right, right, right. And yeah. pig fat is gold. You know what I mean? Pig fat is gold. I do. So I save all my bacon grease. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. That stuff's gold. Yeah, it's fucking you can use it for everything. It's fantastic. <laughs> like you got a rash, put some bacon fat on it. It's fine. <laughs> It might not go yeah. away, but bake it'll potatoes. feel better. Oh, the, some of the best baked potatoes I've ever made. Bacon fat. Yeah, you throw a little, like, a half a teaspoon, like, on a raw potato with salt and pepper and wrap, wrap it in foil and throw that on the barbecue. It's, Man, I do this Everybody complains corn. about bacon skin, not when you've got bacon fat in there cooking with it. It Dude, is freaking amazing. We do the same thing with corn. Mm. Yeah. 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 And let it, like, cook, like... So I take, I take, you know, corn on the cob, we'll husk it, we'll put a little bit of bacon fat on top of it, and then wrap it with salt and pepper, mm-hmm. and just throw it in the cooker, and just let it go. So all it's that doing is, is just basically basing itself in bacon fat. Bacon fat, yeah. And everyone's like, it tastes, they're like, it tastes so good. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Bacon <laughs> yeah. Freaking bacon fat. Yeah. Like. After the bacon fat. I'm going to need some of that chicken tartare after eating all that, though. See, yeah, but it, see, it cleans you out. I'm helping you out. I'm helping you out in two ways. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, you get the chicken tartare, gets you cleaned out after that bacon fat, and you're good to go. And then, and then you're ready you know? for the, uh, and then you're ready for the brisket gravy. Brisket yeah. gravy. Yeah, that's, that's something that we're going to have to try. Dude, it's so good. It's so, like, it so we do, amazing. what we do is we do a, um, it's something new that we've started, uh, around here is we do a barbecue brunch about every three months. And, okay. um, so we're constantly doing like my, my idea was let me do a spin on breakfast foods that aren't supposed to be at like breakfast food, not supposed to be that heavy, right? Fuck that shit. I'm giving you yeah. basically like <laughs> barbecued breakfast. So we're doing like smoked chicken and waffles. Oh man! Oh wow! So we're taking we're taking yeah. chicken thighs and we're smoking them. And then what we do is we actually have air fryers. So we air fry the we'll, we'll smoke the chicken smoke the chicken um till it hits 165 degrees. Completely pull it, which you know chicken thighs can yeah. go up to 190, and they're perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I'll pull yep. it at 165 and cool it completely so that it cools down completely and we're good to go. Keep it cold. And then when people order, we air fry them since they're already cooked. They don't take as yeah. long because all we're doing is warming them through. But as we're warming them through, because we're, we're, we're cooking at 400 degrees on them, they're crun- the skin gets crunchy. Yeah. So then you're, you know, oh, you're warming it through with getting crunchy skin, dude, it's killer. And then we it's, drizzle, you know, amazing. drizzle a little bit of, um, drizzle a little bit of, uh, maple syrup over the top of it and mm. send it out. That's and we use a, we use a little bit of our, uh, we use our witty city rub, which is a spicier rub. Um, it gives it a little, all right. I actually coat, I coat heavier on it on those so that it, the heat kind of sh- shows up a little bit more prevalently. And when you mix it yeah. with the maple syrup, because it's so sweet, the sweet and the heat kind of just marry together so beautifully. Yeah. Uh, 
and it just it takes amazing. it up to a next to the next level, right? And everyone's loving that. And then we do we do like pulled pork breakfast bowls. Um, I'm trying to figure out something to do with pork belly. I haven't decided what I want to do yet, but there's something my my you know my brain it's starting to turn. It, it's starting yeah. to turn, which is dangerous because that means <laughs> something's gonna happen. I can't promise what, yeah. and I can't promise it's going to be good. Ah, yeah, it's going to be fun. Good. It's pork belly. Let's be honest. It's not, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's bacon, so you'll, you'll find a way to incorporate it and make it amazing. You know what we did the other day? Um, do you guys watch any of Harry Sue's stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay. All the did time. you Did you ever watch the thing that he, when he cooked a pork belly like a brisket? No. I didn't okay. see that one. So he went to Paris, and there was a... There was a restaurant in Paris, I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but they were cooking pork belly like a brisket, and they were slicing it, and the other day, um, a buddy of mine was like, hey, we're having a get-together, we're having a party, what can you throw together? I go, when do you need this by? Because, you know, they're, all my friends are like, you're a caterer, see you tomorrow. Oh yeah, you could do it. Yeah, Just like up, no but, deal. but they like to text this? me at like ten o'clock at night the night before, being like, "What can you throw together? I need it by two tomorrow." And you're like, oh. "What? What? What about yeah. your bathroom? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like McDonald's. I'll go through the drive-through for you. Here we go. But um, yeah. so like, I was like, okay, cool. Here I'm like, he's like, well, what can you throw together? And I knew I had pork belly, and I was like, I'm like, how about pork belly like a brisket? And he's like, well, what do you mean? Huh. And I'm like, it'll be, I'm like, we're going to cook it like a brisket. So I, I smoked it till it hit about 165 and then I took it and I wrapped it in butcher paper. Okay. And I brought it up to 200. Wow. And yeah. dude, there was just something about it. I sli- when we, when I sliced it up and like basically kind of like bake, you know, sliced it up in bacon slices but yeah. it just had a different texture, and it was like a whole different like. It was so good. It that sounds felt, amazing. I yeah. I would have never thought to do that. It felt you know what it kind of felt like. It felt like the the point and the flat got married into okay. one slice, but not like a not like when you not when you get like to the point and flat kind of slice where like you taste the point and you taste the flat. It, it was like as if they were like more married, like more as one, like as if like it kind of like connected all throughout the whole thing. You know, does that make, yeah. does that make sense? I know that's kind of sounds yeah, no, weird. No, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's... But it was not like, it wasn't like, Oh, I got to bite a fat, fat, flat. And I got to bite a point, And that's amazing. It was like all in one bite. It was like perfect. Yeah. So you guys, it was, it was firm, but, but you still have that, Exactly. You know, fatty, like you're eating part of the fatty part exactly. of the, the, the point. Yeah. yeah. Which huh. is hard to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. All in one <laughs> Yeah. And he took it, he took it, and he, he like, took it, and I'm like, I, he texted me the next day. He's like, so we didn't make enough. And I'm like, we made two of them. There was only like, I mean, we made two full pork bellies, two 10-pound pork bellies. Now, okay, we rendered them down probably, we probably, probably got eight pounds out of them, whatever. 16 yeah. pounds. Okay. 
There was only ten dudes. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. That's a decent amount of food per person. With my food Dude, not being lot. the only food. <laughs> wow. wow. Hopefully they've got their cholesterol medicine. <laughs> Dude, check their blood they, they said that he said they demolished them. He's like they were he's like oh, I bet. he's like they were licking their fingers, being like, uh, can we get more of that? Like So did you so did you do a heavy like brisket, your your Windy City brisket rub all over it? And, I so yeah, what well, we did soft? I I did a heavy I just did um, a basically kind of like we so our brisket rub is is based kind of almost like Central Texasy, super peppery, yeah. heavy salt, you know, a little bit of garlic and yeah. some onion powder, and that's it. Like it's very very simple. So we did that, and I did that on the whole on the on the whole pork uh, pork belly, and basically just let it go like a brisket. Just, you know, smoked it. Yeah. Just let it go. You know what I mean? That sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds and amazing. The bark that came on it was fucking insane. Because, like, normally normally I don't take pork belly up that high. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just don't. Yeah. But it just, it, it was just, oh. It was on point. And you just served it, you just served it plain like that? No no sauce, no nothing? No just, sauce. Just straight. Plain like that. Yeah. Just sliced her up. Okay. That sounds that sounds good. See me, I'm already thinking like if you had a deep fryer on the side and make some chicharrones or some cracklings or something oh, like that with that. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> I'm just thinking like that could be amazing. I mean, what you're saying is amazing. I'm just my wheels are now turning. What what else could we do? No, with that, that that sounds fantastic. That would be that's a st- that that steps it up a little bit more. Um, the one thing I kind of want to do is my buddy Nestor used to do this. Um, and I want to try it. I, I just, I didn't, I, most of the pork bellies that I get are skin off. Um, yeah. For the purpose of what we're doing, I, I don't want the skin. I don't want to, I don't want to skin them off. I'm sorry. Uh, anyone ever take the skin off a pork belly? It's a pain in the ass. Uh, so I will buy the skin off pork belly, but I want to go buy, um, a couple skin on pork bellies and try it with that. And see if I can yeah. get that skin super crunchy, almost yeah. like and redder it out and completely, and then blister yeah. it right before we slice. You know, yeah, take I mean, hot you oil and hot, just, you could you could almost lay it like flat and then just ladle like that's lava exactly. hot oil right yeah yep. right on top just of so it. it blisters really fast. That yeah. that's kind of what I'm thinking. Oh man. That would that that sounds amazing. Just because of what you just said, like literally, you saying you're like, what about with chicharron? Like that basically be it all in one bite. <laughs> yeah. And then how do you incorporate that into brunch? So there's your next question. I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm, I don't know. But I'm gonna figure it the fuck out. That's what I'm gonna tell you, guys. I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show, hanging out with us, chatting barbecue. Um, if you can do yeah. me a favor, we like to end the show like this. If you could go back to the beginning of your barbecue journey and give yourself three tips to help shorten your barbecue learning curve, what would those three tips be? Uh, well, I think, I think the biggest, the biggest one for, for us, uh, is your fire. Um, I think that's where I probably ruined the most amount of my barbecue was I I didn't know what a clean fire was. 
And that's actually kind of where our name kind of comes from, Clear Blue Barbecue. You know, we want that clear blue smoke. Yep. Um, definitely get your fire up, get it, get it hot. Um, you know, clean, clean fire, number one. Uh, I think secondly, mainly cook to temp and not time. Yeah. I know your time, time with everything, but in comp stuff, it's, it's cooked to temp. Yeah. And that, I mean, that kind of goes to any, yeah. you know, backyard or comp cook to temp, yeah. not, you know, you hear again, three, two, one, you've got all these different things, you know, yeah. how long to cook, you know, per pound, you know, cook to temp, you know, I, I love it when people ask, you know, how long is it going to take me to cook a 15 pound, uh, brisket it's like i don't know when it's done you know it's so that was that was a big a big one um i mean i think for me last would probably be understanding that barbecue is a community and it's not always a competition so even the guys next to you you know go talk to them go say hi go see what they're doing what they're trying you know they're not your enemies they they they're your buddies like it's a community so um, they'll share some tips to help you out that's probably yeah, one of the best things about barbecue man i don't know how many how many guys I've helped, how many guys have helped me where it's like, Oh dude, I forgot this. And it's like, okay, here. Oh, perfect. You know what I mean? Or like, Oh shit. I forgot this. It's like, what do you need? How do, what, like, how do I help you? I've had so many people reach out to me like, Oh, I want to start catering. What do I need to do? And I'm like, cool. Well, where are you at? What, you know, like, let's talk through like what you're going to actually need to get and all this stuff. And it's like, what equipment do you have right now that you can actually use and so yeah. many guys don't oh. think about that you know yeah, it's we, like we we uh we we i i'll i'll jump on the grenade here i our last comp of the year when we were in phoenix we drove out it took us forever to get out there but i i, I was in charge of gra- grabbing the garnish and uh we were <laughs> we were going again new team we're kind of going through the di- you know trying different things constantly trying to see what works and Someone had said, yeah, grab the, the kale, the chopped kale, you know, it makes building boxes a lot faster. And I couldn't find the specific bag, but I found a box of it. So, I, you know, it's organic, whatever. I fuck it. I bought it. I bought three bins of it. And uh, turns out it was baby kale, which is not a approved garnish. And oh. ended up taking last place in chicken, even though technically it's, it's, it's regular green curly kale. It just hasn't formed all the way. Um, but yeah, but we had meat, meat candy cube. These guys were awesome. They were right next to us and they're, and it, it was, it was like, Hey man, they had an extra bag. They're like, take it. And, yeah. I mean, cause that's all we had to build our, our boxes. And we, and I got to give, I got to give the, um, the reps credit, you know, the, the Macintosh, they were awesome. They came, unfortunately, you know, they, they let us know the bad news, but they let us know right away to where it didn't totally, you know, we didn't find out at the end of the event that, Every hey, single you, box was getting one in appearance, you know. Yeah, so, you guys were, we're basically getting fucked. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. yeah. So we at least had a shot to 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 you know to at least have a decent showing if if we nailed our, our other categories. But that's what's great about the barbecue community is that they are everybody is willing to help out or give you you know whatever they have extra um, immediately. It's not like you know some of these other communities that you know, Hey, you know, tough, we're not going to help you. No, they, they, they want the best person, you know, the best person to win no matter what. So yeah. if you, if they lend you something and you beat them, you, you beat them cause you're just a better cook that day. And that's just how it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that, that we love about it. I mean, I don't want to lose because your 
product was um, because I, I made you lose. You know what I mean? Like, because you couldn't compete. Right, yeah. Like, I, I, I want to yeah. win because I fucking beat you because your product was on point and so was mine. Like, yeah. that, that's, like, yeah, where yeah. I want to win. <laughs> oh, Man. 100%. Well, guys, thank you. Once again, thank you so much for coming on the bar. Uh, on the uh, on the show, chat and barbecue, and uh, we will have to have you guys back. Yeah, that'd be great. We had a blast. I really appreciate sounds, it, Mikey. Sounds fantastic, boys. We will chat soon. All right. Have a good one.